0: It is time. It is time because tomorrow night we get the final chapter of the trilogy. It's Dustin the Diamond Poirier against the notorious Conor McGregor. They're one all at the moment and at UFC 264 we will see who's going to be walking home the winner of this trilogy that rhymed unintentionally. Um, I've sat down here to share my final thoughts before the fight, obviously. Uh, Before I do, my name is Rahul J. Chand. This is The Battle Camp. Thank you very much for joining me. Please do subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Um, All right, man. I've, I've been thinking about this fight since January. I've been thinking about this fight since the rematch because I think it's pretty obvious. I think we all knew... That the next time Dustin Poirier and Conor McGregor step into the Oxygen, it's going to be against each other. And now we're here. We're, we're one night away from watching these two throw down for a third time. And in all of the time that I've spent thinking about this fight since the rematch, I don't think I've ever come across a fight where I've... Um, with a kind of prevailing thought in my mind always goes back to wondering about kind of things that are external to the fight game itself and how much of an influence they're going to have on both of these uh, men's performance on fight night and what kind of impact these kind of emotional, mental kind of um, burdens they're carrying into the the oxygen with them. Um, Let me explain right because like back in January when when McGregor got knocked out by Poirier, uh, True Geordie made this passionate video that kind of went viral. I don't know if it went viral because every single one is one of his videos does like hundreds of thousands of views, but it was talked about a lot on MMA Twitter. And True Geordie kind of stood there and he passionately basically argued that Conor McGregor's lost it. He's lost that fire in his belly. He's not what he once was because he's so rich. He doesn't have that 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 animalistic kind of hunger that he once had. Uh, and he needs that to to operate at the level that he once did, which is why he can never reach the levels, um, reach those levels again. Right. And I remember back in January, I did. I made a video saying, actually, I don't think you can. And it wasn't just direct at True Geordie. It was just my opinion about Conor McGregor's loss. I I just felt like you couldn't put too much, <laughs> like read too much into that one defeat because I feel like um everybody has a bad day at the office. And I just wasn't sure whether that defeat was a bad day at the office or whether actually, yeah, no, you're right. He just doesn't have it anymore. Right. Um, But I'm always open to admitting when I'm wrong. Um, So although I didn't agree with that opinion, I did keep a close eye on Conor McGregor's social media and his Instagram and his Instagram posts and his stories and Twitter and stuff like that. Because I wanted to get a feel for where is this man? Like, where is he in his head? Like, did, did this defeat? Like... Burn him to the core, like where he needs to kind of we has where where that desire comes back, where he has to put in the work and the graft because he needs to go in there and beat Dustin Poirier again, kind of like what we saw him do after he lost to Nate Diaz. We kind of saw this kind of man that was kind of possessed, almost to 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 fight Nate Diaz again at 170 pounds and right that wrong in his own mind. And then I kind of realized, what am I doing? Like, why am I looking at a social... Like, social media isn't real life, nor is a press conference and and nor is an interview with a media outlet. Like, why am I sat here trying to draw conclusions from social media posts when I'm sat here... Like, actually, the better evidence is his performance in the octagon. And I'm sat here trying to argue that actually, maybe no, he might not have lost it, it might just be a bad day. But then I'm looking at social media to prove my own opinion wrong. Doesn't make sense, does it? But I suppose the reason why I'm telling you this, and I spent nearly five minutes saying it, is, like, honestly, like, for me, there's just way too many questions going into this fight. Like, the rematch was in a in an empty arena, and now they're going to be fighting in Vegas in front of a 20,000-strong re- like crowd. The second fight, Conor McGregor is Mr. Nice Guy, and they were swapping bottles of proper twelve for Louisiana hot sauce. And the you know now this week, Conor McGregor is tweeting at Poirier, telling him that uh, his wife wants to feel McGregor's pubic hair. Um, like th- 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 there's so much difference in both of these men going into this fight, and I, I don't know what Poirier's mindset was going into the second fight. Was he fully confident that he can actually do what he did? Like, or was he just going in and thinking, I have got a chance to beat him if I mind my P's and Q's? Or was he going in and saying, nah, actually, nah, I'm, I'm going to beat this man. I know I can beat him. And now going to this third fight, now that he's actually has beaten him, what's his mindset going into this third fight? Is he going to be uber confident? Is he going to be complacent? Was Conor McGregor com- complacent in the second fight? Was he overconfident in the second fight? Did he overlook Dustin Poirier in the second fight? Like, the, to me, this... There's so many questions about both of these men that it's so difficult to then sit down and contemplate what's going to happen in the oxygen and provide a uh, a, 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 a good faith prediction. Because actually, uh, th- what the the thought that I've actually the conclusion that I've come to when it comes to both of these guys is, <clears throat> if they were to fight each other twenty times, say. I think it's very realistic that you'd end up with a scenario where it's 11-9 to one of them. Even 10-10, 12-8. Like They're not similar in skill set, but I think both of them as mixed martial artists are at a level where one can find a way to beat the other. And then if they were to fight again in another couple of months, the other can find a way to beat the one. But with all that being said, I just feel like there's so much riding on this fight for both of these men. Like Dustin Poirier, I know he's taking this fight because it's a bigger payday. But to me, I feel like he's, he's a man that loves the game. He loves the sport. And just as a, a personal accomplishment, I feel like winning the, the lightweight title would literally mean the world to him. And he's not taken that opportunity, even though it was probably handed to him on a plate uh, for this payday. And should he lose, that opportunity might never come knocking again. Conor McGregor, like he built his star off of being a man that basically said what he's going to do. Like he would go into press conferences, interviews, and he was just uber confident. And he backed up his talk in his featherweight days and and for a lot of the time in his in his lightweight days like well actually no he only had the one lightweight fight didn't he and he he had Alvarez and then he went anyway you know what I mean though he 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 talked he talked the talk and he walked the walk and if he loses to Dustin Poirier twice in a row does that aura that he's had got, does he still have it, I don't know but that aura that he managed to cultivate throughout his MMA career does it diminish or does it disappear totally how do you get that back how do you get that air of invinci- invincibility back when you've lost to the same man twice in a row and and, and knocked out at that not just, not just out grappled like he was uh, and submitted like he was uh, against Khabib Um, I've been seeing a lot of people comment on um, the persona of both of these men this week in in the press conference, and people were like, people are crying out for, oh, we want the old Conor McGregor back, we want the old Conor McGregor back, like, like, oh, you know, this Mister Nice Guy routine that, that he he doesn't need to be in that mind state, he needs to be in a in a more kind of um, combative mind state going into a fight because that's what really um, lights his fire and enables him to perform at the top level. And then we got that Conor McGregor back. And that Conor McGregor was tetchy and short with, um, with, um, with, with Stephen A. Smith and, and Hawani, the two interviews that I saw. And that Conor McGregor was insulting of Dustin Poirier during a press conference and people were just kind of like oh no well that's that's not the old like oh he's lost it you know he's not even as good as he once was in his press conferences and I sat there and thought to myself mate how, how like how one thing that I will say is what one one observation from me is he was a lot more light-hearted and jovial um in press conferences and interviews and pr- uh, I saw previously and, and and I suppose that made him enabled him to be more quick-witted um and more um intelligent with with his insults um, and this time around he he isn't in that place and how can you be? How, like, how, It's very difficult to be in that place where the guy that you're fighting has literally just knocked you out six months ago. It's easier to be in that place mentally, uber confident, ultra confident, when you've never fought the guy before. And it's easy to pick holes in a guy's game when you've never fought him before and say, oh, I'm going to do this to you, I'm going to do that to you, when you've never fought before. But you can't be that guy When the guy you're talking about has literally just knocked you out a matter of months ago. So I understand why Conor McGregor was a little bit short and a little bit kind of aggressive with his words and and touchy with with um, with uh, with media outlets and stuff like that. Um, Just his, you know, he's been quite uh, under the radar Um, These last couple of weeks He wasn't in the first few episodes of Embedded He was in in LA and then He's only just got to Vegas a couple of days ago And stuff And um, you know I was talking to um, I was talking to a friend about this on Whatsapp And about you know it just He's got like a It's like he's got butlers about and stuff like that And in my mind I've always Had the mind state of You know uh, it needs to be gritty and hard and difficult and tra- you should training camp shouldn't be or, you know you shouldn't be pampered during training camp and i i enjoyed watching charles Oliveira on countdown and watching him in one of them old school kind of brazilian type gyms mats and sweat that's all you could sense from that room just mats and sweat and too many men too many many men um and that isn't the environment that conor mcgregor is training in quite the opposite and i i got that feeling that instinct, oh shit, Well, that's not really like, you know, is he, is he, is he, you know, as, as his mind state changed. But, if you've got the money, and you can have the best facilities in the world to train in, and you can literally fly training partners into this facility that you've built, like, I think anyone would do that, train in the most comfortable, best environment possible. Do you know what I mean? Again, another question. It's just... It's difficult man it's this it's difficult to to grasp like what might happen but what I do know what I do know is like I said the stakes are very very high on Saturday night and I feel like this fight is is a crossroads for both men it, it will it will alter the trajectory of both of these men's MMA career Dustin Poirier like I don't know if I've said this in a previous video but I'm going to say it anyway um the, the I forget the name of the documentary that he was in when he was either he was just an amateur MMA fighter or it was he was very 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 early on in his career like his first or second fight or whatever when he was in that documentary uh, that was on Netflix I don't know if it's still on there and I watched that documentary and this is when Dustin Poirier had kind of uh, I remember I watched this when Dustin Poirier had had a couple of fights in the UFC and I could see shades of the same man in that documentary to what I knew of Dustin Poirier at the time of me watching the documentary. But the man that I see now, in this current moment, today, is nothing like that man back then. And for me, Dustin Poirier has already won in comparison to what I saw there, at that moment, in that documentary. Because what he's accomplished, both inside the octagon and outside the octagon... And just as a man, the way he seems to have grown, the way he carries himself, uh, the way he engages in conversation, in interviews and stuff, the the kind of personality that he shows, the man it looks like he's grown into. For me, like I I I did I could never like I never thought that whilst watching that documentary and knowing what I knew of Dustin Poirier, then this is this is what would be the final kind of outcome of him in his career. What what where is that now? So, like, this is a big moment, yeah, but he's come... Both of them have come, obviously, McGregor, without, you know, a shadow of a doubt in terms of what he's accomplished in business and stuff, but Poirier especially, I feel like... I've 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 always got a soft spot for Poirier. Just, I, just, I just like him. I feel like I could have a beer with him and, and have a good conversation and a good laugh sort of thing. Um, but anyway, I don't know why I'm even talking about all of that. I suppose all I want to say is, like... I don't know. Honestly, I don't know what's going to happen. But I'm almost more looking forward... When I say looking forward to it, it seems like I'm really excited about it. But I'm almost more interested in seeing what happens in the next 6 to 12 months in, in both of these men's career after fight night tomorrow. Like, that's what's interesting me at the moment. Because I suppose... way i see things is the stakes are way too high for a fight that isn't definitive in proving who the better man is do you get what i'm saying and 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 that's going back to me saying if they fought 20 times it could be 11 9 it could be 12 8 it could be 10 10 do you get what i'm trying to say so they're going to fight each other and then this fight that number three that's it it's going to determine. Justin Poirot is a better fire Conor McGregor is a better fire And whoever wins is going to go off and, and fight for the title And whoever loses is going to do whatever they're going to do But that doesn't to me actually prove Who the better man is It was just on those three nights You know One of them was better twice And one of them was better once um, But that's the fight game I guess And that's why we love it And that's why we follow the sport Um I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I don't know who wins this fight. I, I don't know how true it is that Conor McGregor was, you know, focused on fighting Manny Pacquiao and he was boxing heavy. And um, this fight, you know, they've made the adjustments that they need to make and blah, blah, blah. Was he overconfident, et etc. Et I don't know how true it is that actually Dustin Poirier, when he said, no, that wasn't even a game plan, I kicked his leg, it worked, so I did it again. Like, Poirier didn't even implement the game plan that they had put together for fight two because actually this other technique's working so let me just keep doing it like there's so much to consider man there's so much to consider um I don't even I don't even necessarily agree that oh if it goes longer it's Poirier's fight but if it ends early it's McGregor's fight because we saw in the second fight it ended early and Poirier knocked him out I don't know whether if it goes longer Poirier is a shoe-in for winning those later rounds. I don't know because I feel like Poirier is a guy that that throw that will be able to throw with volume, but I feel like McGregor might still be able to have the more visually pleasing Strikes to the judges that might show that they've impacted Poirier more so than Poirier is able to impact McGregor. I don't know, man. Honestly, I just the, the the moral of this video is I don't know. But I can't wait. I can't wait to find out. I cannot wait to find out. Let me know what you guys think. Put your comments below. Let me know what you've said about thought about some of the stuff that I've said in this video. Let me know your thoughts of the fight itself. Let me know if you if if you understand where I'm coming from when I say about. The winner of this fight doesn't even determine who the better fighter is like like i say that same thing that i keep using they fought 20 times i don't know whether the one man would be get a majority of the victories do you know what i mean um but yeah just let me know what you guys think i've wanted to make more videos about this fight but i've had a, a bit of a tough week man i've currently got this eye infection i don't think you guys can tell but this one eye of mine here know what i'm showing you guys but it's fucked. i gotta go to hospital tomorrow morning to get it checked out because i went to the opticians today and she was like you gotta go to hospital tomorrow to get it checked out so tomorrow i'm going to hospital to get it checked out but i i wanted to be more active but i just couldn't man my eye was like it's like i got punched earlier on in the week it actually looks better now but a couple of days ago it was like all swollen down here i could it's like that i couldn't even open it properly. i don't why am i talking about this anyway yeah comment like share subscribe all that good stuff i'll catch you guys next time